0: And now, Latin American Perspectives with Peter Hakem of the Inter-American Dialogue. Some observers are confident that the Cuban government's efforts to reshape the country's economy will lead to higher living standards for most Cubans and offer new opportunities for young people. Others, however, argue that change is proceeding so begrudgingly and so slowly that it is unsustainable And only further economic decline can be expected. Economic change is already a fact. Cars and houses are now bought and sold legally. Cubans own cell phones. They no longer have to work only for the government. Some 450,000 Cubans have been granted licenses to open businesses or sell personal services. But roadblocks remain. Startup capital is scarce, more than 70% comes from friends and relatives in the United States. Cuba's low-paid population generates little demand for goods and services. A heavy tax burden faces anyone working on their own account. The biggest obstacle is the continuing restraints on private initiative. Only 200 jobs have gained legal status. The entire list, which includes fresh fruit peelers, folkloric dressers, button coverers, pinata makers, bathroom attendants, and operators of children's fun wagons pulled by ponies or goats, would be comic if it were not tragic for the best educated population in Latin America. A new government decree allowing private bathrooms to be rented out for public use came with 13 pages. That's right, 13 pages of regulations. Claiming a need to impose discipline on the private sector, Cuban authorities recently closed two thriving businesses, used clothing stores and DVD and video game centers. These actually served Cuban customers. Discipline is precisely what is not needed. Private initiative needs space for creativity and flexibility to pursue opportunity. Cuba signaled a heightened commitment to reform its economy when it recently announced plans to end its destructive dual currency system, a system which has created two separate markets, one for Cubans with access to dollars and the majority without. But there was no indication how or when this complicated but essential shift might occur. With luck, the current economic reforms may be a start to a better life for most Cubans and marked a way for political opening as well. But it's hard to be optimistic when progress is blocked at so many turns by a government that appears both indecisive and intent on maintaining strict control. Washington's archaic commercial embargo on Cuba is another unconscionable break on change.